you know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, cause we know. What up, what up, what up, what up? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It's your boy, K. Dizzle, D.C. And Hell Streams. And hell, boy, we hell are. Streams. We are. Welcome to the All Dressed Up Podcast, man. You find us here every night at Sunday night uh, at 9 p.m. We talk about any and everything and a little bit of all of it. What you need to hear and the conversations you're not having, we having them right here. What say ye, half? What it do? What it do, K Dizzle? How you feeling, man? I'm fantastic, man. I'm fantastic. Good to see the you. Energy. Good to see you as always on Sunday evenings at 9 o'clock. Always <laughs> a pleasure. Who would have thought, thought that it's episode 15 already? Bro. Consistency is consistency. Hey, Mama Hef. Good hey, Ma. evening. Good evening, Mama Hef. Thank you for for sliding through as usual. As usual, Mom brings a hell of support, man. Everybody else yeah, in the we building. Appreciate it. I see they're going to start strolling in. Hey, look, man. Um, we start one way. That's what you said? Huh? You said consistency, huh? Consistency. Consistency pays off. Um, uh, consistency beats hard work every time. Oh, let me put let me pull that joint. No down. weeks off, man. No, no weeks, weeks off. off. You know, dedication. No we do it every week for you guys, man. We really appreciate the support. Um, we've had we've had fun, you know, coming out here every Sunday night. So uh keep joining us and you know, let us know what you want us to talk about. We put up uh content on socials every day, usually. So, you know, reach out to us and let us know if you have anything that you want us to talk about on some Sundays. So what do you think about the Preakness, man? It was Preakness this weekend. It was Preakness. Hey, shout out to Donnie. Thanks for sliding through. Sinead's in the building. What a dude. What's, What's going up, on? The, hey, look. This is the first time Does I haven't heard. anything to you? Not really. However, <laughs> <laughs> however, the mere progress over perfection. I love that, Ron. I love that. Hey, look. I like this that. This is the first Arizona. time I ever heard Arizona. the controversy. The controversy of a horse failing a drug test. <laughs> Seriously, man. The horse feeling the drug test, man. Mm, and look, mm. I'm not a bad man, so I I can care less. But come on, man. We all know what it is. I I, I don't I don't why believe they, why they testing why they testing the horses, man. Nobody they cares have to like everything Nobody else. Cares. They got to test it. They got to. I want to go I, out there and see horses run fast as hell. I don't care how they running. I don't know. I don't care if they on a the juice. I mean, bless their hearts. I don't. I don't want any horses to be harmed in the making of the uh, preakness. But ain't nobody, ain't nobody, man, for the devil. But they, y'all made a big smack out of it. Uh, apparently, it's a winning trainer. <laughs> uh, it's a winning trainer for years and years and years, and they get a lot of prize oh, they money. Person, they hating, man. They hating on him. If he's a they winner, you're not. You're not. Uh, what's this? What's the saying? You're not winning if you ain't cheating. You ain't trying if you ain't cheating. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute, Clarence. You're not winning if you ain't got haters. You nah, you ain't trying haters. if you ain't cheating. That's what it you is. You ain't trying if you... <laughs> I don't... I don't. What up, uh, 410? What up, 410? I don't consider to condone the uh, comments made by Health Streams if, you, if you're not winning, if you're not cheating. <laughs> hey, man. You, you ain't know, trying you gotta do what you, you got to do. But nah, but what I was gonna say is, you know, I've been I've been staying out in the Baltimore side of town over the past uh-huh. few months. And you know, I never knew that um, you know, the Preakness was pretty much right smack in West Baltimore off of Northern Parkway, you know. Yes. Little yes, little bit I know, I drive past the Preakness every day. <laughs> but you know, the Preakness isn't all dressed up every day over there off of Northern Parkway, so I drive Not past Northern Parkway. <laughs> I drive past there, you know, on uh, on Saturday, and I'm like, "Oh, this is this is different." You know, it's a lot of people mm-hmm. out here. Usually, where you see the 
the activity on the corners and the streets. Now you got people out there selling artwork and catching everybody walking up and, you know, going to the horse races. So, you know, yeah. interesting event over there at Pimlico Raceway. Yes, the streets <laughs> are sweeped for, for a momentary <laughs> momentary event sometimes. Hey, Melinda. Oh, yeah. Especially when they're bringing through. their money. Oh, especially when they're bringing that cheese, man. What's good, Let's, man? You know what? I want to say um, congratulations to Melinda Heflin. She's going to be getting married on Friday. So, yeah, let's congrats, clap it up for one congrats. of our, one of our loyal viewers and supporters. Melinda, you know, that's my aunt, love to death. But congratulations. We had some fun uh, today. We had a nice little gathering with the family and we uh, celebrated. So, see you Friday for the big, uh, the big shindig. Friday. That's fantastic. Congrats, congrats, congrats. All much. Wish you much success and happiness as the journey begins. As the journey begins. Look. Hey. That's nice. That's <laughs> nice, Kate Dizzle. Thank you. Thank you. I try. Okay. Yeah, everybody give you congrats. Hey, so yeah, man. Let's much love. Let's slide on into this thing, man. Where you want to start? Oh, look, there they go. Where you want to start first, my guy? Oh, do you want to do um to... We're going to sports, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do this, man. Because for the past couple of weeks, we kind of we've been letting our our people down on something that we've made a staple of our show, and that's oh, supporting black business. So let's do that man. now before we get down this rabbit let's hole. Right Kate now, because I love you to death, but once you get going, <laughs> we gonna miss we gonna miss a link or two. That is true. That is a true statement. I can't even hold you on that. You want to start you first, my guy. Yeah, let's start with uh, let's start with treats by lawn. Treats by you know, lawn. It's the Instagram page we got up. Hold on, had some had had a nice uh experience, I guess I should say, <laughs> by, by receiving some treats by lawn. No pun intended. She hooked us up with some Patron infused cupcakes. Uh, nice little, you know, fermentation. I guess she let the batter sit with the Patron mixture in there for a couple of days. From what I hear. Bite into are it. these the Patron infused cupcakes? There they go. Nice little there they are. wedges on top. Patron um, infused had, cupcakes. I mean, my you little can't cousin get tried to take a bite of mine today, and I had a picture up on IG. No, he did not have some. <laughs> it looked like Whoa. he was taking a bite, but no, he didn't. And yeah, man, Whoa. you had the little Yellow little shirt. injections there. Whoa! But it was fun. Shout out to Trees by Lime. Look her up. She can definitely hook your party up and add some sweets and some uh, nice treats to it. This is the Instagram page at Treats by Lon, uh, L-O-N-N, Treats by Lon, uh, DMV, DM for Serious Inquiries. All deposits are non-refundable, CPs. <laughs> we got to put that disclaimer out, but no, go check her out, man. Make sure you do. Uh, my black business is a little bit different this week. Um, I post him randomly on Facebook, but I felt it was important to um, put this guy out here, man. The guy's name, actually, this is Help DMV. Uh, his Instagram page, you can find him on Help DMV on Twitter and Help DMV on um, Facebook. Uh, this guy, Maurice McClanahan, I've known him for almost 20 years now. What he does, exactly what you see, can you read it? Help DMV submit a photo of your past through Bill for Assistance consideration. What he does is he takes donations um, from people, oh, random man. people, and he helps people pay their bills. He oh. takes all of that money and helps people pay their bills for people who are cash strapped uh, in the city, in the DMV area, um, who are behind. Yeah, he's paid rent. He's done all other things. He does cash giveaways. Uh, he supports black businesses. Um I mean, this guy's authentic. He's a real deal. Like I said, I've known him for 20 years. He ain't one of those a scam. Um, but uh, I've look, Cash App Help DMV. You can DM in there if you want to, you want to donate to his cause uh, to help people in need in the city, local. Um, please do so. Go support the guy, man. He's 100%. He's authentic. He's real. It ain't a scam. It's the homie. And he does this out of the kindness of his heart. Out of the absolute kindness of his heart. So shout out That's what's Help up, DMV. Um, Help DMV. That's his Instagram. You can find him on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere else. Uh, you can look. But that is the Black Businesses this week. Um, like shout out to Chris Ballon yeah. and Help DMV. And and um, let's get right into the NBA because we coming down to the wire, my guy. 
So, yeah, man. So, I heard before we even go into the NBA talking about sports this week, did Aaron Rodgers really retire or is that just a rumor? I think that's a rumor, man. I didn't hear that. You're going to make me look that up right it's, now. It's I, not on. It's not a headline on NFL.com or ESPN, but I heard through some source, and I don't want to be out here spreading fraudulent news, but I thought Adam Schefter reported Aaron Rodgers retired. So that was the only thing I see is. Um, is considering retirement. He hasn't retired, but he's considering retirement. That was about a week, little bit, okay, about a week ago. Back into that because um, you don't spread slander, especially on my sports report, right? <laughs> What's up, big, big dog? What up? Saying we're doing big things. Big dog, what up? Down Look, PG man. County. Look, man. What's up? He's in a tough situation, and I I can understand, you know, his reasoning. But I'm look, your man, your man that out. yeah. Play out your contract, man. You get paid to do so. Play out, out your contract. You know, I don't want it to be another Barry Sanders situation. Barry Sanders to me was the greatest running back of all time. You can fight me on that, hundred percent. It was a rumor, right, Big Dog? Um, and it okay. took it took years for Emmitt Smith to break his record. But he was on a trash team and he couldn't get out of the contract, so he retired early. That's what it is. It's a tough Shout situation, man. Uh, but. But it's, it's what it is. Play out your contract, man. You're a big boy. You signed a contract. You know what it is. You want to get out, get out when it's time. Otherwise, well keep your, you know, otherwise, um, you know, make your complaints and keep moving. I, I ain't well in that said. situation. And especially, and especially Aaron Rodgers of all people, he knows how the NFL gets down. You know, he got brought in behind Brett Favre. And Brett Favre. Favre. You know, he wasn't messing, he wasn't rocking with Aaron Rodgers when he was there his rookie season. So I think they yeah. had like one or two conversations. So moving on from that, you know, let's talk about my favorite time of the year, and that's the NBA playoffs, man. What's up, Savage Season? For shizzle. NBA playoffs. My my man uh Brooklyn Rod wanted me to talk about the Knicks. I'll give you a quick uh mention. <laughs> the Knicks are clinched and they are playing the Hawks. Who you got there, K Dizzle? Knicks Hawks. Uh Knicks. All right, so we take the next day. I'm not going to dive deep. They got to mention. Uh, NBA playing games are going to be very interesting, man. Um, the NBA playing is something new. You don't have just your traditional 8 seed locking it down. Now they go all the way up to the 10th seed, so letting right. the mediocrity <clears throat> get into the playoffs. So I'm going to throw a couple of the, the playing games to you <clears throat> without diving deep. Who you got between the Pacers and the Hornets? The Pacers and the Hornets. I got the Pacers. I got just the think they're team. Yep. So the winner of the nine and ten plays the loser of the seven and eight. Who's going to be the loser of the Wizards and the Celtics? Celtics. I'm going home team. Wizards. Okay. Okay. I like I'm that. Okay, I, I like don't that energy. care what the Celtics look like. So guess what the Wizards, Wizards win? Four. Guess what the oh shit. <laughs> you have hey man, that's okay. that's bold. But okay. guess what the Wizards win if they beat the Celtics? What? They get to play the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Congratulations, seven C. You get to play KD. You get to play KD. James Harden. Let's go. Kyrie Irving and Larry Bird. Um. <laughs> so who you got? Who you got on the west side? In the in the in the ten nine, we got the Memphis Grizzlies with John Morant and the San Antonio Spurs trailing the uh... with the with the Wiley coached. Popovich Spurs. I know. I know. Memphis Grizzlies. Will we get a? I would like to call it an upset. I would like to. Uh, I like you know Popovich is a strong coach. Um, I mean, you got Demar Derozan and you got Job right. Morant. Those are the two best players on both teams. Right. Right. Let's go Grizzlies. Okay. Okay. Let's go Grizzlies. And then, uh, and then we got the Lakers and LeBron James coming back, looking good, well rested. Against your boy, Steph Curry, who we're going to talk about, who just got the scoring champion locked down. Go to state. NBA 2021 scoring champ. He averaged uh, 32 points per game this year. He just edged out Bradley Beal. Um, he scored 46 points tonight, and now he is five years removed from being the MVP. He can say he led the NBA in scoring for this year. So congratulations. Go to state. Golden, Golden State. State over LA in the play-in. Yep. Golden State. Ah, uh, I like Don't that. Don't at me. Don't at me. Golden State. I like I like your predictions, man. That's Golden bold. State. 
We'll review so, them. We'll review them. We'll review them. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote them down, man. I know. I hope you guys listen, man. And before we um, before we finish up with sports, man, let's talk about Kobe's enshrinement. Uh, Kobe's wife Vanessa Bryant and um, who was up there with Vanessa? Michael Jordan, I think they Michael spoke. Jordan. Yeah, to Kobe Bryant's Hall of Fame enshrinement. Again, one of those players you, you hated or love because he he definitely put the Lakers back on the map during those years of the dynasty in the um early two thousands. And uh good to see him go down in the Hall of Fame. You know, one of the one of the best players of all time. We talk about Kobe often, but go ahead, Kate, what you think? No, it's it's um I won't say it's overdue, but it, I mean it's 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 a um it was common knowledge. If it was anything less, it would have been a shock to the system because um, he was the he was one of the epitomes of a of a um, um, not only just a performer he was but man. just yeah just um, he brought just that tenacity he to was the guy game that, he was yeah. the one he I think that he honestly he's the closest one to MJ. Yeah, closest one to MJ. Period. I mean, we talk he demanded, a lot about LeBron. He the manager respect. He, he, we talk a lot about LeBron, but there's there there was no one like MJ, and there's no one like Kobe. Period. I agree. I agree. Period. That commanded, commanded the commanded the court hundred and ten percent. So, but uh, but I see you, Lon Boogie, and, and thank you for you know doing what you do. We appreciate the cupcakes, and that's what we do. Uh, guys, you know, we try to support everybody who looks out, and uh, hopefully you can check us out on Sundays. Thanks for coming out and uh, joining the chat. Yes. Yes. Uh, so tonight, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about some music. We're going to talk about some rap. I know we got some hip-hop heads in the crowd. We got 410 Beard, who's definitely uh, going to like tonight's conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For we're shizzle. About, we're talking about J. Cole. What's up with this for shizzle? <laughs> for shizzle. I don't know. I've been uh, I've been watching Chappelle. You've been show. watching Chappelle? Yep, I've been watching Chappelle. So, so. so we're going to do a J. Cole deep dive later on. But uh, who's been who's been following podcast news and gossip? You ever get into the in the podcast news and gossip? I mean, the top three rated podcasts are typically the Million Dollars Worth of Game with mm-hmm. Gilly and uh and um Wallow, and then you got the Drink Champs and the Joe Button podcast usually going neck and neck. Right. So obviously, you know Joe Button. He used to rock with DJ Academics, and uh, DJ Academics has a huge platform on Twitch. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure if you guys ever see him, but he usually has a lot of news on hip hop and he uh keeps the I guess the younger crowd informed of what's going on. But it's looking like they got something in the works. Joe Budden pretty much fired his co-host on air. I never listened to J. Cole. Oh my goodness, that's that's vicious right there. What we gonna talk about that in a few minutes? We gonna put talk that, about that. Ron. Hold on, that hold the, that thought, Ron. Like put, you, that, you, just, you just, you just, you stopped the whole show with that yeah, one, Arizona. A, I know, you, a, I know yeah. you know good music too. That's put a, a Pinterest in that. It's Pinterest in there. Put a pin. But in a, put, a I'm gonna put that up again. I never listened to J. Cole. <laughs> let's let's okay. put that on the uh, on the bulletin board. Carry on. So yeah, so do, do you guys care about that? Like honestly, do you guys care about Joe Button, Fire, and Rory? And, and and everything that's going on with the co-hosts is is Joe Budden that good to just go ahead and drop his co-host like that? No, let me talk about the situation because I think there's an important lesson in that situation that happened. So tell them the story the same way you told it told it to me because I wasn't so I, I didn't know about it until you told me. So we're talking about ownership, right? So right, let's look at it at face value. It's called the Joe Budden Podcast, and mm-hmm. what that tells me is obviously when it comes to ownership. I would say Joe Budden is the owner and creative director behind everything produced. And he is a clown, right? So, you know, and that's the thing. He's polarizing too. Hate him or love him. He's definitely got a media following and we're in the game to talk about it. So, yeah, the, the Maul and Rory video was pretty, pretty interesting uh, for one though. But, uh, but not pretty much. Academics has been going at. Roy and Maul for a minute. Those are uh, Joe Budden's co-hosts. And I don't want to say it's necessarily hate, but their show, Everyday Struggle, pretty much uh, stopped running over on Complex. Joe Budden walked away from that deal. He's known to walk away from deals and, and you know, be kind of, like, emotional. But uh, so he goes to have, have his own podcast and academics fell back and, you know, had his own platform. 
So he's been throwing shade at those two, waiting for this to implode. And allegedly, he got a, a piece of mail dropped off at his house. And it was looking all over like it was Roy that dropped off some stuff talking about how, you know, they're on top, kind of, you know, mock, mocking academics and, uh, you know, acts like pretty much saying he's not a gangster, but you just can't be rolling up and, you know, trespassing on my property. You do it again, Rory, and it's going to be some problems. You know, you said he was going to pretty much uh, defend himself accordingly to, like, the statutes of protecting his home. So mm. was it Rory that, that actually dropped off the letter? We don't know. And could it be the return of everyday struggle, which is what we're talking about? Joe Budden walked away from the Spotify deal. Um, you know, obviously, Rory Amal didn't have much decision, I guess, control behind that decision. So now with the potential of academics and, you know, Joe Budden being able to team back up, that might be huge. You know, that might be what it takes to get them back to being number one. <laughs> academics <laughs> is the male when he wins. Sinead definitely has her opinions about academics. I may have, uh, yeah, yeah, he's a little... But, you know, not everybody really cares about the gossip right. stuff. But if you're into that, you know, that stuff just to watch in between your lunch break or something and, you know, here there to stay informed about what's, about what's going on, it's, it's, it's interesting sometimes. So, But, so, again, to talk about the business and ownership, like, Joe Button pretty much shut those guys out. You know, they thought they owned something. Speaking of uh, Rory and Maul, they found out pretty quickly that their name was not on the building. Oh, and, uh, oh, oh, man. And, and, and there was a lack of ownership, I guess, for them. So, so, and what I heard when the story is whether or not, whether or not Roy did, did or did not drop that off to academics house, it put in jeopardy his situation with Joe Button. See, they thought they were bigger than that, than what they were. Get your right. business in order off top. And that goes to the whole point that I'm making. Look, when Joe Bud found out about it, he came to Roy and said, did you do it or not? He said no. Right. And regardless of whether you did it or not, the way that it the way that it looks makes it, you know, makes it difficult for the guy whose name is on the building to be able to secure the bag for bigger they, and, they and wanted to bigger, see the better. Yeah, bigger and better um ventures. Because now you got some super petty stuff that could come into come into play and mess up the money. So let me ask you a question though. You know, we follow certain podcasts. Obviously, we're in the, we're in the podcast game. We're growing organic. We're doing our thing. Mm -hmm. But do you think those guys brought anything to the Joe Button podcast to get it where it is today? Or do you think Joe Button could have me and you sitting there and it'd be the same show? He couldn't have us sitting there because we're too opinionated and we're going to try to push a conversation. And you know, it's like three, you know, three alphas trying to trying to move a move a conversation. We work together because we know each other, right? And and we, you know, we know how to work together. Joe Budden is an alpha male who don't care about nobody else. If you listen, if you watch his shows, he'll immediately interject he when first. he he'll immediately go first. He'll immediately interject over top of him, not caring a word about you know. Sometimes what their point is, he'll let some room some room some time to breathe. But more importantly, he makes he makes the uh, conversation about him and his opinions, and it's always been that way. And that's Which, that's why um, he's been able to secure the bag. So he's going to continue that behavior, but. But he asked, he asked those guys, you know, did was academics getting to them? He went on his podcast talking to Four with No Beer, right? On the episode, Joe was like, you know, I asked them, was was academics getting to them? And they both said no. So when you when you say the guy's not bothering you, but then all of a sudden you're to blame and everything's looking like you dropped off this piece of mail at the guy's house. That's obviously looking like they, you know, the guy's getting to you. So from yeah. a business standpoint, Joe Button felt like Rory's head wasn't in the game. And like you said, he's messing up the bag. Yeah. So. Don't mess up. Don't do not mess up the bag. I don't care what you do, what you got on, or what you got going on, what your thoughts are. You leave your wallet in the car. Don't mess up your situation. Can't get the bag and fumble it. <laughs> no, that's where he fumbled the bag. That's why they all sitting on the porch looking, all right, so, looking for interviews. So they looking out there on the interviews. porch looking for interviews, man. But well, we not hiring right now. 
uh, the, the All Dressed Up podcast. We definitely have our guest hosts every now and again, but we're not hiring, man. It's K Dizzle and Half Streams out here. <laughs> Look, if you want to get in on the conversation, we will always bring you on, but Half will swiftly kick you off if you're talking yeah. too much. No, but no, nah, uh, 857 1757 to join the conversation. Text will send a link. Um, can the two of them return and hold their own show? That's a good question. They're gonna that try is a good it, question. Obviously. If there's try. a market, if there's a market for it, and if somebody's willing to pay, it. if somebody's willing to pay for it, no, nah, um, they're not gonna. They're not gonna be. They're not gonna get picked up like that. I think they can no. probably go start a Patreon or something. Yeah, and they'll be probably on one of those paid podcast services. But yeah, and that'd be fine. As far as far as entertainment, I don't think they're ever gonna be as entertaining as Joe Budden. No, no, Joe Budden's a character in itself. But look, but yo, yo. Enough about Joe Budden. Nah, but speaking about speaking about music, right? We're talking about hip hop today. We're gonna have some fun with you guys in the chat. So don't be afraid. Text and join the conversation. All you guys talk about y'all know rap, and we debate it all the time at work and in our you know in our fun and off time. So let's have a nice conversation. But when you going real quick, when you said throwing people off, right? Uh I used to put mixtapes in my car CD player. And I put it on, and if that shit was trash, I throw it out the window. That was my old thing. <laughs> so tonight, when you get brought in on the conversation, you know, keep it, keep it, keep it G. Keep it G. <laughs> Arizona Ron, you have very limited space in this conversation tonight because you never listen to J. Cole. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is either, bro. You, you, you lost me on that, my guy. So but, J. Um, Cole. Eighth major studio album, the off season. K Dizzle, what you think, man? So I let me. Okay, it's fire. It's fire. Okay. Uh, I, there are it, it's fire. There are elements in K Dizzle says it's fire. There are elements in this album that I love. There's elements in this album I hate. Uh, maybe because I'm an old head, I'm expecting. I'm expecting an older format, meaning that I need a little bit more than uh, one sixteen, and then um, two minutes and thirty seconds of filler, because he had a lot of songs like that. Uh, there were there were probably well he had he had twelve tracks, twelve and he tracks. ran for thirty nine minutes. Thirty nine minutes. You're gonna make me divide that. So shit you up. can't you so. can't even really bang that album flying on a, on a trip to like Miami. So that's three mean. minutes and twenty-five seconds. Well, that's that's even off because that ain't that ain't really what it is. So you can't really Yeah, yeah. He had one song that was like four minutes. The rest of them was like two minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, your 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 <laughs> opinion is very opinion finite. On J. Cole. Oh J. Cole, yeah, yeah. Brandon, what up? Brandon's in the building. So look, so look, B, shout out to Loading Snacks, man. Hey. J. Cole's album is fire, but it has that new, it's got that new format. That two well, let me minutes, ask you, Ken, how long you format? been rocking with J. Cole, first and foremost? How long you been listening to J. Cole? Since J. Cole. Because we're going to do a deep dive. Before, so I, before J. Cole had locks, and right. before before Forest Hills Drive, before all that. So were um, you listening to the sideline story yes. with J. Cole when he yes. first came out? Because yeah. we're talking about, if we're talking about the discography, let's go back. We're talking about Cold World, the sideline yep. story. You know, he came out with that single with Miguel. That was when Miguel was first coming out. Then we came in the Born Center. Oh, then you had Forest Hills Jane Drive. Forest Hills Drive was a hell of an album. Hmm. Then he kind of, in my opinion, took a step back with Four Your Eyes Only. I was, I was expecting more of a heavier comeback. After Forest Hill Drive, so that was probably tough for any album. After that one was going to be a little bit, I think, hated on. Then you had Truly Yours. You had KOD when he started rapping KLD. about yeah. you know the politics of the industry, and now you got the off season. So where do you, where do you rank the the off season compared to uh, some of his better albums? So my favorite album from J Cole was Born Center. Okay, um, he says you like Chaining Day. Yeah, yeah. My favorite album was um was Born Center. Um hmm. and I'll put I'll put the um Forest Hills Drive and then the off season. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the off season because it's some of his 
some of the best lyrics that okay. he that he's wrote. Okay. Um, some of the best lyrics. Oh, London in the building. Whole loading snacks family is the building. Shout out to loading snacks. A four one zero said Cole first track with Killer was fire. I'm glad oh. Cam did not rap. <laughs> so happy when I, I heard when I heard Killer you when can't... I heard Killer talking on the intro. I said, please don't rap, please. Don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear pizza, about... pizza, pizza, huh? pizza. I don't want to hear pizza, pizza, Glad to meet you, Little Caesars. I don't want to hear that with my man J Cole. Extra cheeses, softy. <laughs> New York, no. But to have Cameron, oh. <laughs> Cameron, and Lil John on the first track, just for nostalgia, kind of set you <laughs> off down John that avenue. Lil John was in the. Oh man, come on now. He said, I, "I heard Lil John voice, and it set me off to a whole Lil John path." Uh, looking at his discography, man. but like I said, I think it, it it's a vintage J Cole, but it's in the new format. You got to get used to the new format. Well, you can't really. You can't really get into a song. By the time you really get into the song, it's over. It's two minutes and thirty. I mean, seconds. that's just that's just the streaming uh, playback ability. They want you to play it over and over. You know the whole the you. whole strategy behind it. And I'm sure you know. I'm not telling you nothing. Yeah. You don't know. It's to get it in rotation over and over. You know, yep. you could play thirty nine minutes working out on a treadmill in one run and listen to this whole album if you think about it. Um, but my favorite J Cole was definitely Four Sales Drive. <laughs> Um, I, I think that's his best work of all time. I like Love Yours. I thought that track was yeah, classic. Yeah. Um he spit he spit on yeah. that. And you know, I want to ask you, K Dizzle, like where do you we'll dig we'll 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 dive deep into this album off season, but where do you rate J. Cole in the top of, of the rap game right now? Who's your top three? Top three right now? Yeah, I'm not disrespecting Killer Cam Arizona on no all time rap, but I don't want to hear him <laughs> rap right now on J. Cole. He said he crashed Spotify. I can believe uh, I don't know. Um Who are your top three rappers right now in the game, K Dizzle? No, right you know, now in the your game? opinion. Yeah. I'm not gonna grill you on it. I'm just curious to see what you I don't mean. even I don't where even do you know put J. I Cole at? I put J. Cole at two. I put J. Cole at two. So you say uh, you know your number one pretty quickly. Oh, for, without a doubt, Kendrick Lamar. Um, Kendrick. Damn, you saying it like it's that Cole. easy? Yeah, Kendrick Cole, and I'm gonna probably shock you with number three because we haven't heard real raps from him in a while. But it's Drake. Nah, we, we haven't heard real raps from Drake in a while. But it's Drake because nah. Drake got it. Drake can flow. I don't care. He he might be pop. He might be. Um, <laughs> Whatever you want to call him, Sinead but if said, you put him, if you put him on a track where he got a rap, he's gonna show out. He's gonna show up. He's gonna show out. Who? Everybody forgets that he he hasn't rapped since probably his third album. Who are you talking about? Drake. He hasn't really rapped until this part. This is when like you said Drake, album. I shut down and I forgot. I know I you did. Back. I know you're still did. talking about See? Drake. Drake been trash. I mean, the thing about old, look, the thing Drake about Drake is, man, if you heard one, you heard them all. In my opinion, from Drake. And every year he just takes somebody else's style that's hot, puts himself on it, and tries to take them up the charts. And then he takes their shit and runs for about a year. And that's how he stays fresh, you know. But Dude. I wouldn't put Drake up there in a conversation with J. Cole. I wouldn't put him in a conversation with Kendrick Lamar. I don't I don't have Drake rapping anywhere near those guys. Um the reason opinion, why you don't you don't have him there is because you haven't heard anything from him. In, in a decade, in a decade and I'm a half. I'm talking about anywhere up and down through his whole catalog. There's no there's no rapping that I've heard from Drake that can compare to Kendrick Lamar's rapping ability, K-Dizzle. And I didn't want to debate this with you, but <laughs> I, I definitely don't. I don't. And I'm not even hating on Drake. Like, I would definitely play Drake at a party or if I'm driving at night to go like you know to the gas station and, and feel good for like you know 20 minutes or something but you're not, not you're not you're not going to play anything new from drake okay i like my rap with some substance i like rappers that evolve drake has not evolved since as a rapper let me say this to you let me say this Shanae. drake has evolved into a rapper that plays to what people are listening to period he will sneak a bar or two, but he ain't doing more than that after that right now because he don't need to. 
It is not necessary for him. He is not. He is past the point where he is. He's uh, putting the mental acuity in it, like a J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar. He's not looking at it in that type of art frame or that aspect and thinking on that thing. If you listen to his, I, I want to say first two albums. <laughs> damn, first two albums. Then he put it. Put it there. You put Rick Ross over Drake. I'm not gonna do that. See how boring J. Cole is. Y'all done switched it. Nah, we didn't switch. And that's the thing he says J. Cole's born. J. Cole went platinum with no features, right? J. Cole's been producing a lot of his own music. J. Cole is a very artistic rapper. And honestly, let's talk about let's talk about the offseason. So he comes on with Killer Cam and Lil John. And let's let's think about where, where he's rapping at now. He's he's successful. He's in the conversation of top one, two, or three, you know, every mm-hmm. year. He's made tons of money now, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he's he got his own label. He's got his own roster underneath of him that he's trying to promote and, and branch out and, and get those guys to be successful. He's mm-hmm. into the, you know, into the, um, what's the word? I don't want to say politics, but he's definitely into, you know, the culture as far as, you know, mm-hmm. movement for Social injustice. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, you know, so, so the guy – it's definitely not boring, man. It's just what you expect. Like you said, Drake wants to give you what people want. J. Cole is going to give you what he wants to give you. Right. And that's the difference. You know, right. that's the difference, Arizona. Like K. Dizzle just said, Drake is going to give you what the people want to hear in the party. But J. Cole right now is talking about, you know, he, he respects hearing rappers talk about being broke. You know, keep it real about living paycheck mm-hmm. to paycheck because he said himself back in 08, you know, he was nice, but he was broke. Right. And, you know, that's the thing about, you know, what we talk about, everybody's balling out. Everybody's got, you know, the Richard, the Richard Millies or whatever you want to call them on your wrist and the, um, the bust down rollies and all this. And everybody's all cooking. Cook, everybody's cooking in the kitchen. Where are these guys everybody's at? Cutting it Where are these guys at that we saw in 2019? Where are these guys at that we saw in 2020? All these, these freshmen, these guys don't have runs, man. Like they're coming out, don't get me wrong, they're getting a buzz and they're and they're probably having a summer. But look what happened. You had a boogie with the hoodie that was hot probably back in 2018. Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, here comes Roddy Rich. You don't hear mm-hmm. from a boogie, a boogie with the hoodie. And then we're not even talking about the whole kids of rap now, like the Pooh Shices and all these guys. Like, I'm not even gonna go there. You know, that's a whole yeah. different conversation. We're talking about J. Cole versus Drake versus Kendrick Lamar and this album right here. And the the substance on this album talking about what Shanae says was off the hook. Mm-hmm. Nobody in this chat, and you can't sit here and tell me that what J. Cole was spitting wasn't full of substance. His wordplay no. is crazy on this album. No. I mean, we can sit there, you know, and really pull it up and look at the, the lyrics and the wordplay. I mean, and, and look at what happened when you got some production behind him. Arizona, mm-hmm. you haven't heard this album, but he's got Timberland on the track. <laughs> he's got he's got Boy Wonder. <laughs> he's got Boy Wonder, and he's got T minus all over the album. So he's got three legendary producers. Four one zero, you gonna have to call that number and get in to to. Um, what did he say? He he trash Basuda. That's what he's saying. Basuda. Who's trash? I, I don't know. You gonna have to you gonna have to do that. Takashi six nine got them all. Shut oh, up. Oh, he was talking about Pooh Shiesty and probably these guys when I went Gosh, over there. Get out of here, bro. What up, Voodoo? What up, Voodoo? Voodoo's a troll. Get out of here. Takashi 69 got him all beat. He's the worst. Look, <laughs> so, so I never listened to it, but I know he's great just, just in your cup of tea. Can't oh, he's talking about the new rappers. Can't listen to 90%. You're right. You're right. It's yeah. difficult to listen to any of these, any of the new rappers. Um what do you think to- was the best track on this album? The best track on this album? On the off-season. The 12, the 39-minute off-season album that crashed. I mean, it's between it's between Let Go My Hand and The Climb Back. I um, like the Let Go My Hand with his son. I like how he got a little intro and he was like talking about his son looked at him and was like, Daddy, let go of my hand. That was pretty. That was yeah, pretty but there's, but see, here's here's why. Okay, if I go through this, go through the song list, you know, one, one is 317, 229. 256, 154, 242, 211, 249. He ain't These get deep enough. Strong for you, huh? lengths, bro. 
And the ones that I like, let go of my hand was 426 and the climb back was 504. So I so I can't really you it's hard it's hard for you to love a song if you if you don't you don't get a chance to get into it. If you don't get a chance to get involved, it's like a short it's like a short movie. If you suppose if you go into there now, on average, movies now are like two hours long, right? Because they're trying to tell a story. Before they were like an hour and hour and twenty minutes or so. Mm-hmm. If if that. Um, but you can't really you can't really get engulfed in, in it or really start feeling it if it's over like that. Because like you said, we live in this instant uh instant pot society where everything gotta be cooked in one fucking pot. It's you know, that playback of That's what it is. But but no, who's your top three, man? Don't don't My say top just, three. Yeah, you just you just I crucify mean, Drake. I mean, I need to know who's your number three. Look it's at. still it's still tough for me, man, because I I'm a big Rick Ross guy. I like Rick Ross. I think he's been consistent over the past like you know six seven years. Uh, in my opinion, you can put Drake on like a Kanye level, you know, as far as artistry, because neither one of them are writing all their stuff. And you know, I still will listen to him, and I still would say both of them can rap um, Look, because they can deliver it. Rick Ross has not changed his flow since 1996. So, but neither does Scarface, and I put Scarface in my top 10 of all time. I don't think you got to change your flow to be the best rapper. I think you got to have a good delivery. DMX never changed his That's flow. That's a fair argument. No, DMX you know? did have a different... DMX to get on the track and flow and give you a different presentation. Rick Ross is not giving you a different presentation. You know He's going to follow the same cadence... Ross. On yeah. every track, you know what you're gonna get with him. It's Rick Ross thing. is one of those type of artists that when you hear a beat, you can be like, "Oh, this is a Rick Ross type." Yeah, beat. it's like a, it's like Rick Ross and Jeezy. You know what you're gonna get if they're on a track. You know exactly what kind of flow. You know exactly what kind of what kind of cadence you're gonna get when you but listen if, to that song. But if you put Drake in a corner and Rick Ross in a corner, who's gonna rap their way out first? I got Rick Ross over Drake, I and I'm Drake. just talking about bar for bar. About- Bar for bar, bar for bar, just rapping. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm hating. Maybe I'm being hard on Drake right now. You're being hard on Drake. You've been really, but I still really take, being hard on Drake. I still take mixtape Wheezy over Drake, and I'm not even trying to really go off on a tangent. But mixtape Wheezy, and I was telling my girl Shanae that you know he's got a special place in my heart, man. Pause. You mm-hmm. know, Lil Wayne to me, I grew up on all those mixtape runs he had. It's nostalgic when I hear his wordplay. You know, Nicki Minaj came out with a re-release over the weekend where she put out Beam Me Up Scotty, which had like, you know, 90% of her old songs on it. Plus, she had this new track with Wayne and Drake called uh, Seeing Green. Uh, check that out. But and, and Nicki Minaj is definitely one of the best rappers of all time, let alone female. I don't even want to have to classify and just say best female rapper. Nicki Minaj was, a, was an animal. Um, I'd take Nicki over a lot of male rappers right now, too. As far as yeah. her collective work, but um, nah. But as far as your straight rap though, man, I gotta take Jada over Drake. I gotta take Rick Ross over Drake. I got right take... now. No, no, yeah. you talk about all time now, cause J- Jada ain't put an album out in forever. Jada put an Ross album out like two years song. ago. Be- yes, his beat selection is crazy, but because he stays in his lane, you're right, hundred and ten percent. Look, yeah, look, look at Voodoo Gay, Voodoo Gay, the Soldier Boy. What? <laughs> what? Well, Wayne, Wayne was Wayne was popular off of his wordplay too. No one really was listening to what he was saying lyrically. You know, Wayne Come was on, like man. he was he was crazy off a of high road to beat in his wordplay. And, Come and on, K. man. Diesel, what? That you, I'm look. You going all time? You can't. We talking about right now. Jada it's is not a not, lot right now. Where do you put? All right. So where do, where do you have Big Sean? Relative to Drake, I'm not a I'm not a real Big Sean fan. I'm so not who's a real your Big fourth Sean fan. after Drake then. After Drake, right now, yeah, shit. I don't you know. Acting like that shit, sick. Kendrick, Kendrick, J. Cole, and Drake. That's it. You talk about you talk about right now. So we're not putting Jay Z in the conversation, obviously, because he's just no Jay Z. Yeah. No Jay Z put out a, a one track a year, and then he features on there. We're not gonna put Nas in the conversation. No, you're not going. You can't put legends in the conversation because we're talking about right now. Those are legends. They they get a pass. They in the top. They already in inducted into the Hall of Fame. You can't put them in there. Um, um, 
my new I got one new favorite that's been out. Oh. D Smoke. Okay. Yeah, but there's a lot of people you can say, you know, you got a new favorite that's up and coming. Because there's honestly people rapping right now. We were just talking about that. Like, it's real rap coming back. Because for a while, you know, we got these subgenres coming out where you got this uh this this heavy drug usage in rap and people, you know, listening to certain types of music when they're partying or when they're riding around. But uh, going back to the chat, I wouldn't consider Drake a rapper. I consider Drake an artist. There's a difference in my book. In order to be a rapper, do you have to write your own shit? In order to be classified as one of the best rappers, you got to write your own shit. You got to write your own shit. You know, I can't sit there and come out and say I'm one of the best rappers and my man's you ain't writing your own that shit. doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? I can say <laughs> I can say I had like the best swag as far as a rapper. Like you got rappers like Slick Rick and, you know, um, I can, you know, who else goes face that kind of had like an aura about them. You know what I'm saying? They have more than just rap to it, but you still got to write your shit though. If you out here and you claiming to be the best rapper and you ain't writing your raps, you're a clown with no makeup. If I now, was Drake, if I was Drake, I'd stick to the story of I don't have the time to write anymore. Now, Drake, Drake, she <laughs> say Drake, she say so Drake, Drake is out. Look, he is. He he is out. I don't have the time. He doesn't write any of his new stuff. Now when has he got the time? The last Ooh, time Pusher. oh he got bodied by Pusher. Look, Pusher he picked on Meek Mill. He picked on Meek Mill, K Dizzle. Let's talk about that real quick. I can't you know what? I I I, I don't have a I don't have um an opinion for Meek Mill. You know why I don't have an opinion? Because I, I'm not able to listen to Meek Mill because I can't take his voice. Okay. I can't take his voice. So you're basically saying that you you got a European probably would have to be ruled out because even if he's good, he's just not for you. Yes. I yes. got you on I that. I can't take his voice. That's him, him, ASAP Rocky, anybody who, who screams high pitched like that on the mic. Yeah. I can't do but it. But see, Meek, Meek Mill's another one of those rappers too. Like when you hear a certain beat, you can see Meek Mill on it because he's had that same style. Meek you way know? better than Drake. I, I don't know. I don't know if he is because I can't. I can't take the way he rap. I got one for y'all. He sound like a baby yelling. He sound like a 14-year-old boy yelling on the mic. I can't take What it. you think about this, K Dizzle, in the chat? What y'all think about um, Wale versus Drake as far as just rapping? No. Stop. Mm -mm. Really? I can't. Uh-uh. No. I can't listen to Nightmares. Can't listen to Nightmares. Pusha is an elite rapper. I don't, you know, Wale, Wale has bars, but Wale has a different type of wordplay. Um, yeah, but I, I don't think, think I don't think. I th go ahead, Kay. I think Drake would. I think Drake Drake would crush him. I he think would Drake would crush the, him. The, the last the last good Drake album that he had that wrote his raps was "Thank Me Later," which was like ten years ago or something like that. That was and a classic joints, album. That's a super classic album. If you want to know that he got bars, you just listen to that joint. But <laughs> Nick music. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what, though, Arizona, people talk about Meek. Pusha T like he smashed Drake. Meek Drake, need to grow, grow to his shoulders. Go Drake ahead. had that Duppy freestyle that he made before Pusha T came out with that Adonis track. And I thought the Adonis track was overrated because he played into the fact that Drake was hiding a kid. Like, to me, Mike, okay, that's, that's personal, but it wasn't like drop the mic. Oh, Drake got a baby and drop the mic. Like, what about the whole Duppy freestyle when Drake went on you for three and a half minutes and and punished him with bars? Like, I don't think it was that much of a big uh, defeat. I don't think it was a landslide victory. Drake nah, only nah, 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 nah. I disagree, Drake, Arizona. Drake got some. Drake, Drake got some albums out. You might be hey, Arizona. Hey, Ron, you might be excused, man. <laughs> no, J Cole, and you said Take Care was the only one. No, nah. I don't know about that. See, we nah, thank me later those, was a classic, bro. Huh? Thank me later was thank me was, later was a classic. Every every track on that joint was was a classic. Was a hit. Was a hit straight up and down hit. It was on the radio, but and then uh, he had it, the so far gone mixtape. Slide well, you gotta slide back when you're talking about uh, <laughs> pusher who <laughs> push you slide back to, sliding back to uh, to to J Cole. I think he he took this album like he said, and he did it to make a statement. To to let them know that he is still here and that wordplay is still alive and well, 
and that content matters because you don't have content in the rap game right now at all. As much as the, and he gives the props to the baby and he helps all these other cats out, gets on the albums, gives them their props. But in the back of his mind, um, in the back of his mind, he's saying, you guys don't carry any weight at all. And you don't have anybody right now in the rap game outside of legends and those guys. Hey, Rona. Um, and Chris, shout out to Chris Phelps. Um, what you know about that Chris Phelps just realized his name is Arizona Ron from Tucson. He pushed the black Yukon. He, he didn't drive the black Yukon. He pushed the black Yukon. <laughs> With the slow grooves on, mostly rock the eyes. The slow come on, man. On. Don't come out here talking no rap in a chat. <laughs> like we all know you're talking about. Come on now. So you don't have anybody right now. Um and that's 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 holding their own water, like you said. That's holding their own water. <laughs> well, I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Appreciate you though, Chris. I'm just messing with you, man. Shout out to you. Nah, man, but K Dizzle, I, I like the song Applying Pressure because he talks about that. He says, you know, I'm going to do it in your face like he boasting on a track on this album. You hear J. Cole telling people, you know, no name specific, but, you know, they say, I don't do it, man. I don't do it. You know, and he goes, in my opinion. And, um, hey, Ms. Rona. But, uh, but yeah, hey, what hey. you think about that track? I thought that was my personal favorite, man. I think he spits on that one. Man. So talk about, you know, uh, being a broke rapper and just keeping it real. Like, you know, he was spitting. So it's been a while since you've had somebody come and challenge um challenge the normal um the the normal um the norm in the rap game and he comes in and he keeps it a hundred percent honest when everybody out here is is doing the same thing. It's it's just plagiarism hundred percent. Everybody's cooking up dough in the cook cooking up coke in the kitchen, everybody's running off the plug twice. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody, you know, everybody's an op. Everybody in their bag. Everybody in their bag. Um, everybody I haven't, seen, I haven't seen the new track list for DMX in the album. I know it's going to be fantastic. Prayerfully, it's going to be fantastic. Man. I know the production is going to be crazy. But you don't, you just don't have, it's just not prevalent what he does. And that's why we're talking about it. And that's why it stands out so much because you need authenticity. Um, to really make an impact in this in that industry, you need some type of authenticity, and you need something to make people think. Um, nothing else that I can think of that has come out in the past three years has put anybody everybody <laughs> shooting like Curry. You're right, you know, uh, everybody shooting like Curry. Nothing in the past three years has made everybody think like think like this album. Man. But it's tough, and that's though, just, man. That's you know what it is, K? It's it's because like where we come from, we had the opportunity to see everything from the start. You know, I'm not gonna say I saw every single thing. Like I'm not a historian, but we've had a chance to see, like, given a, an analogy to sports, we had a chance to see Michael Jordan and Kobe and LeBron all in one the golden lifetime. era. The, like, the golden we had era. This, we had the same golden era of hip hop. We had a chance to see yeah. Sugar Hill Game. We had a chance to see, you know, um all types of groups, you know, Tribe Called Quest to Outcast to, you know, the Houston movement to, to, to Master Chris to Luda to, to the whole A-Town movement to, to Jay-Z in Brooklyn, Nas, everything. You know, we saw all this, and these kids didn't didn't grow up like we grew up on it. Right. So they don't understand it. They don't necessarily care. It's the same, it's the same stuff like when, you know, our parents and grandparents play, you know, soul music or jazz or blues. And they'd be mm-hmm. like, what you know about that young, you know, young man? You know, that was a whole different swag, a whole different era. And right now we're looking at these kids and how they're really rocking hard to this music that's trash. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like we laugh at them. We can't take it serious that you're listening to these guys rap in these in these patterns for three minutes straight. Like it's garbage. No, 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 not three minutes. Two minutes and twenty seven seconds, sir. And then they don't even give you a full song. They don't even give you a hook. Mm-hmm. You know, and, an outcast who Dre get in anyone feature who is current and kills him on the oh yeah, yeah, he does that. Dre. Yeah, if Dre he does, man. Yeah, if if he does, but he out he out in the streets um 
playing the flute. I don't know what that man, <laughs> man doing. He doing whatever he want with his life. He's the most. Hey, he, once you know, he once he hit the movies, man, it's a whole different ball game. Once yeah, he's just too big centric, man. He living up. Yeah, that's different money. That's different royalty money. But yeah. shout out to Andre three thousand doing what he want to do. But but yeah, there is it. There's a completely different era, uh, and that's they got to find their own way. Saying. You know, they got to find their own way. They got to find their own way. Kendrick Lamar hasn't put out an album. When was a damn album put out? Damn album, twenty eighteen, right? Twenty eighteen. It was. And we still talking yeah. about. And we still talking about. He's the best rapper out right now. And let me, though, bro. The damn yes. album came out in twenty seventeen, bro. When you have, let me tell you something. When you have the ability for your music to be played in elementary schools, like I used to DJ at my, you know, because I was on the. Um, uh, PTA. So when they, whatever events they had to save money, my wife would make me DJ <laughs> for the shit. You in. Whatever, <laughs> hey, bring your DJ stuff, bring your table, bring your speakers for the kids. And so they gave me a list of songs that were approved, you know, by the county and stuff like that. And Kendrick Lamar is on there. I, I'm like, yo, when you are on that point and your music is coming like that, and you're approved in the county for for that kind of music, that kind of culture, that is. That is saying that you are speaking to a different, uh, different level of of of, of uh, mindset, mind tone, and it's acceptable uh, to right. show kids that it's okay. But and that's what makes and that was that's what makes them iconic. And we don't. There is no, there is no no one else looking to pursue that kind of perfection. There are. There probably are. There are a bunch of young up and coming folks like D Smoke. Like the homie Odyssey that I that I've known for years, that have phenomenal lyrics that are from this area. Kev Brown. I mean, we can. I mean, you can. We can go down. We can do go down the list. But they There's are not on that in, in this area. They are they are not on that level on that national level, or uh, they're not accepted by radio. So they could be internationally, you know, crazy, but they're not mainstream. And mainstream is still. Whatever it is, payola, whatever you want to call it, it's trash. Sorry, yeah, Kenny's Kenny's kids make it like like Kenny's kids, like a Quando Rondo, who dropped a a, a twenty five track album and sold like seven thousand. Like, how are they gonna make it with the limited amount of shows that's out right now? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Good Kid, Mad City is a classic. The last traditional album, Skits and All, were impeccable. Yeah, I mean, thank you for one Thank you for one though, Inglewood. God, if y'all never it was, it was fun. Nah, D Smoke is. I mean, it, there's but there's a few rappers out there like a D Smoke though. Yeah, and yeah. but you know you got to find your space, and that's a whole nother conversation too. But uh, so get- the so the book out on this J Cole album, which is what we're talking about tonight. Where do you rate it, man? On a scale of one to ten, what's your what's your rating? I rate it a nine and a half. I rate it a nine and a half. And okay. I don't give it a solid because of the because you don't get a chance to to love every individual part of it. You don't, <laughs> you don't. I'm 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 salty as I'm salty as hell. You ever get into a groove of a song and that shit cut off? It's it's like remember back in the day when you used to record in order for you to get the songs that you wanted off the radio, you had to find a cassette tape, put tissue on the top of the cassette tape, right? Put it in there and wait for the DJ to play your song so you can hit the record and play button at the same time on the radio so you can try to catch it at the end mm. and catch it at the beginning. But you're not paying attention to that cassette player because right at the one minute and 30 second mark, you run out of tape. <laughs> so you go back and listen to it. You go back to listen to it and you get pissed because you in the middle of the first chorus and that shit cut off. Salty. No, that's doubt. what that's what this music feels like, man. It, it feels like it it gives you a taste. You know, you they give they show you the steak, but they cut off the edge and say, "Here you go, here you go." I give Perfect. I give the album a nine, man. I think he definitely had some strong strong lyrics. Uh, he wrapped his ass off on the album. Better production than most of J Cole's albums because his production can get boring. I was yes. Arizona Ron, but not as rapping the production. And your the hand production. of Vanilla Ice was hot, and you know. We can talk about mainstream and, in my opinion, industry plants like those people you see coming and they take over the game and then they disappear and go broke. 
you know, it's not a it's not a coincidence that those guys get in those positions. We see it now every day where all of a sudden, you know, like a little pump is everywhere you look, and then you look up again and he's gone. You know. Yep. Shout out but, to Blueface. Fun episode, man. Shout out to Blueface <laughs> out there out there in Cali. Bust down. Tatiana. <laughs> Fun episode, man. Episode 15, we talking about hip-hop. The youngest lack a sense of the groove and let it, and let it sit in the pocket and marinate. See, they, got, they go over here right there, Chris. Sit in the pocket and let that thing marinate. Let let that mm. song work on you. No, nah, they ain't, ain't no more four-minute songs like that, man. Ain't no, ain't no, it's a barely a three-minute, 30-second song. You, you can barely find that. Um, shout out, hey, shout out to, um, if you haven't heard it yet, because I just put F on it. Shout out to the homie Snoop putting out a put out a classic on, album on four twenty. Hitting, yeah. Shout out to Snoop. to Snoop. You haven't heard Snoop. Snoop's album on four twenty. Snoop is in his mid fifties, bro. It's still still hitting with some of these other people. But look, that's enough about music. The only way we grow, we want to thank each and every one of y'all. We love y'all for coming out yes, sir. every yes, sir. Sunday at nine p.m. You guys are as consistent as we are. Yeah, no more three verses. You get one and then two choruses and get the fuck out of there. That's it. When <laughs> That's all you ain't get. enough. Yeah, it's like a dirty public bathroom. They don't want you in there long. Get your ass in and hurry out. Up, you hurry up and buy. Hurry up, hurry up and buy. What you said? Put about it my in mom? the pocket. You talking about Tabby Bonet for one? No, I hope you don't listen to that again. <laughs> I saw him. He performed, he performed in the club once when I was in D.C., man, and yeah, he's a character. He, he had like a real bright blue shirt on, and I was like, "Man, this is what DC got. This is this is how we getting repped out here in these streets." Yeah, yeah. Snoop is That's so is. famous, man. When you can sit there and create and break bread with Martha Stewart, you figured it out. Oh, you one hundred and ten percent. Hey, look. Just in case you didn't know, Facebook.com ADU Podcast is where you can find us. In air, there always you can find us at Young Have Streams, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, yeah. everywhere. Check Young Have Streams or Have Streams, K Dizzle DC, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere. Uh, but mainly here, we want to follow everybody here. Look, we only grow because you guys come back as consistent as we are. You guys are, we thank you, and we love you for that. The only way we grow is by you guys sharing the knowledge, sharing the word. Uh, we want to take this episode, just a fun, quick one, just because J. Crew, J. Cole dropped some fire and made us think about it. You know, we were, we had a whole different idea, conversation that we want to talk about, but we put this one first because uh, we needed a break for some of the serious stuff. I think every, we've only had two sideline episodes other than the serious episodes that we've yeah. had. We've, we've you know what I'm saying? So, real content. Real content. Um and and um, it's important. To, it's important to chat. Just breathe. Look, take some time to breathe. Don't be serious at all times. We talked about mental health last week. You got to be able to breathe. Take that time to decompress. Talk about something that ain't got really nothing to do with life. That's going to affect you, but just gives you an outlet to let your thoughts grow and expand. Um, and we appreciate it, man. We love it. Uh, there's nothing we can we can say or show other than a huge thank you um and uh and from the bottom of our hearts man tell people that we're here let them know that we're about it you're going to see more content coming coming from us down the road we're going to get on all these platforms we're only 15 episodes in and we're just going to get bigger and better baby who knows maybe we up there with drink champs or joe button maybe we get to bring him on our show and curse him out i don't know it, that could be a possibility or academics i don't know that could be a possibility um I don't care. I'm gonna fuck it either way. But well half. said. Well said, K Dizzle, man. Nothing's impossible, man. We love you guys. Love you, Shanae. Uh Shout love you, Miss Rona. 410 Beard, Chris Phelps, Arizona. Arizona Heflin, Melinda Heflin, all the all the K Dizzle family in the squad that always checks us out. Uh Miss Donnie. D, hopefully we'll see you soon. And Ron, do me a favor, okay? This week. <laughs> you ain't let this them week up. with your life, okay. <laughs> Let's put aside some minutes. Let's do some, some J. Cole and educate yourself. You're a well-versed brother. I need you to get well-versed in J. Cole music. <laughs> this hey, man, man came on the show and said, I don't listen to J. Cole. ADU Podcast, man. We love y'all.
We love y'all. We love y'all. We'll see y'all next Sunday at 9 p.m. Deuces. You know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know.